welcome to a new podcast where we're breaking through and breaking it down with a new girl, your host, Dawn Piercy. Welcome to a new podcast. My name is Dawn Piercy and I am your host. Today I have a very special guest, Dr. Elena Gustash. She is also known as the love doctor, the encyclopedia of love. She has a PhD in psychology and cognitive behavior therapy, working with relationships and individual counseling, uh, neurofeedback therapy, and hyperbaric therapy at the Eustache Institute. And she is an author of three books. She recently just finished one. She's an actress, a comedian, founder of Excellence Win, and host of the Encyclopedia of Love, the Dr. Elena Eustache Show, uh, where she interviews celebrity guests with topics on relationship and love and brings topics to the table regarding life, uh, spirituality, and do's and don'ts and things that you are going to want to know and there's also an app that's coming soon and dr elena eustache how are you welcome to a new podcast and thank you for being a new guest i am very well thank you so much for having me (laughs) absolutely now you are definitely a multifaceted professional and very inspirational in so many areas And I want to focus on the encyclopedia of love. What do you believe is key to a lasting relationship, no jealousy, lifelong partnership with a significant other? Well, love is a decision. So you can have feelings every day and they change every day. One day you want to be in a relationship, next day you want to break up, then you don't feel like being in it again. So love is a decision and a commitment. And uh, the only way you know you love yourself or anyone else is by the commitments you're willing to make and keep. So when you meet someone, you have to make a decision to make the relationship work. Because if you're only going to go with your feelings, which change all the time, the relationship won't last. You love your child unconditionally, but we don't love our partner unconditionally. We want to do horse trading. If you do this for me, then I do that for me. Mm-hmm. And obviously that doesn't work. The other thing is love is giving. So if you're not giving your partner love and you're not being love first yourself, why would your partner give you 10? If you want a partner that is at 10, you got to be 10 or 9 yourself. If you're coming into the relationship with pain and resentment and you're not healthy and you're angry and you're bringing only pain, Mm -hmm. even the partner that was in 10 is either going to run away or you're going to drain him down. So you got to be loved first. It's very important. The other thing that is very important in relationship that there needs to be a polarity. A lot of people forget We are all masculine at work. We're doing, we're thinking, we're analyzing, we're controlling, we want to be in charge. But if you're at home in a relationship, one person has to be feminine and one masculine. Now, I am not a moralist where I tell, oh, the woman has to be feminine, man, masculine. No, there are women that are masculine and there are men that are feminine and that's okay. You just have to know what you are because if you're both masculine, you're going to really fight all the time. If you're both feminine, nothing gets done. So one person (laughs) 
has to be the feminine and be more receiving and patient, passive, right. vulnerable. And the other one has to be more masculine, where they're more analytical, the logical, they're in control, in charge, but still cherish the feelings of the feminine. So it's very important that we don't come back from home and talk all night about work and accomplishments because the masculine energy of the man is going to get turned off. So I always say, ladies, when you come home, leave the masculine gladiator in the office and soften up around your man. <laughs> right. Now, I know keeping individuality is very important and key and being able to work towards goals separately. Um, but I know there has to come a time and point when two individuals have to be able to come together and work together for a main goal. Um, what is the best way for people to be able to do that without becoming too smothering themselves? Yeah, it's very important that you keep it out of bedroom or romantic places mm -hmm. um, or dinner table when they have a romantic dinner. It's good to make appointment with your partner. And if you do have business together and you work together, yeah. you make appointment, you talk about the business, you're done with the business, right. you go back to your feminine, the man stay masculine. So you don't kill the intimacy because if it's two masculine people at home, it kills the sexuality and you become more like roommates or co-workers. And if you're too feminine, it's like everybody wants to talk about their feeling and nothing gets done. So it's important to keep the balance and polarity. Uh, how would you recommend being able to keep that balance? For women, I always recommend when you come home from work to do three things that make you feel good. So if you drive home from work, listen to some positive CD or something on your iPad or something on your phone that makes you relax, meditate, happy videos, right. sing, bath, manicure, pedicure. You have to feel good. Because we need at least three things every day to feel good, to be in our feminine. And it takes half an hour to rewire if you just finish work to kind of relax and get back to your feminine energy. Okay. Now, I, how do you feel the best way to get over a breakup is? I know you recently finished a book, uh, The Cure to a Broken Heart. And I wanted to touch on that just for a moment. Um, can you share a few highlights of the book with us? And um, let us know when it'll be available and where. Yes. So the book will be available on Amazon and it will also be available on my website, drelenaustash.com or uh, drelenaustash Instagram. And it's really helping people to go through broken hearts in a very short time. It has 10 steps. So... Whether you go just through a breakup or you broke up in the past, if you don't heal your heart completely and forgive and let go of all the resentment and are not ready to open to give love and receive love again and not bringing that baggage into the new relationship, you're going to miss out on love and your partner as well. So it's very, very important and crucial that people really take their time to heal their broken heart. Now, I would say that women are in general better at it mm -hmm. because we talk about things, we nag about it, we process it, we cry it out. But a lot of men numb it and jump from relationship to relationship. And then a lot of men get, you know, way more heart attacks and strokes. So mm -hmm. this is very important for men too, 
not to just close their heart and never be open to love again or give love or receive love. So if you go through the steps and you're going through a very hard breakup, you can within 10 days to a month or two, depends how fast you go through the exercises, heal your heart completely and be ready for new relationship or better yourself as a person and better the relationship that just got destroyed without blaming your partner, but work on yourself or find the true love. Very nice. Now, I want to ask about Love the App. Um, that's a new app that you have coming out. Will it be available on Google Play and the App Store? Yes, it's called lovetheapp.com. The website is already up. The app should be up in next three, four weeks. And it okay. is truly only for committed relationship, marriage, and marriage with children. It is not for swiping. It is not for casual dating. If you're going through divorce and you're not divorced, you can be on it. Mm -hmm. It is for single people who want a life partner to live with, be married or have family with children or they have children, they want a family. So it's not for everyone, but it's quality versus quantity and having your last date that lasts forever, finding a true love, not having another date. No one wants to have always another date unless you're 20 right. years old and you're just playing. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> now, can you share with us your story about coming to America and what led you to be able to pursue the career that you are in today to be able to help others, not only in relationships, but spiritual and, you know, the cognitive behavior, behavioral therapy and what have you? Well, I came to America to study acting, film directing, and stand-up comedy because one of my passions is laughter and being in front of camera and behind camera. And I think mm -hmm. laughter is very healing. But as I went through a breakup myself um, with the father of my son, it was very heartbreaking. And I was trying to figure out myself out. I started to study psychology and cognitive behavior therapy mm -hmm. And without blaming anyone else, work on myself. And I realized I used to be very masculine. Uh, and there is two ways of being masculine. Either you're doormat or you, you're very domineering and bitchy. And I was right. the doormat. The way. So I had to learn how to be feminine. And that's one of my specialties, my other book, How to Be Feminine, How to Be Masculine. And I realized that there is two things we really need in life. It's love and laughter. So those are my two biggest passions. Absolutely. Now, I, and I, I want to be able to touch base, too, on your acting career. And um, from what I know, you started in comedy, but you started acting when you were just six years old. And yeah. um, you're working on bringing together your acting and your comedy together. Can you tell us about that? And do you have any projects going on that we can know about? Yes. So I started acting at six years old. I speak 12 languages fluently. I used to speak 17. I still speak five wow. conversationally. So I have done stuff in lots of foreign languages. And I've done some TV and film. And I've done stand-up comedy from all the biggest clubs in America. Mm -hmm. um, I was on Funniest Mom in America 3, which is like American Idol with Roseanne Bear Bar. It was mm -hmm. very of fun and I still do stand up sometimes but uh, my stand up is mainly about love and relationship and it's very clean like Jerry Seinfeld or Ellen DeGeneres mm -hmm. and um, I wrote a comedy TV series romantic comedy TV series called The Ringmasters 
And um, it's a combination. If Sex in the City had a steamy one night stand with Seinfeld, this would be a bloody out of control love child. So it's very funny. It's set up in New York City and mm-hmm. it's the worst dating stories you've ever heard, female and male characters, and how everyone is looking for love, but when they have it, they push it away, and when they don't have it, how they chase it. And it's very funny. And uh, we're about to launch it out, and it's going to be productive, and it's it's very, very funny. Where will we be able to see it at? Uh, we are in negotiation with few studios, so I don't have the answer until it's finalized, <laughs> but hopefully one of the biggest platforms. Well, that, I can't wait it, to see it. It, it sounds like yeah. it'll be good, kind of like real and life. It has <laughs> lots of huge, big stand-up comedians in it, so some of my friends, so it will be very, very funny. Now, how do you find for yourself um, balance in your daily life with all that you do? Um, well, I always start with God, and my two priorities is health and love and then everything else. Okay. So... I do pray in the morning, in the evening. I meditate in the morning, in the evening, and I go to the gym every day. It's a must. Those are my three things that I do for myself. Very nice. And and I don't complain because complaining is remaining, never changing. Therefore, you're in hell. So I just always say I am awesome. I strive for good things. I focus what I'm grateful for, what more I want. And... um, if I don't like something, I try to shift it into something I like mm-hmm. and uh, surround myself with amazing friends that are even more successful than me. They're inspiration or someone that's super loving and super happy and supportive or people who are in loving relationships. So they help me grow. And one of my big passion is, of course, my son. I spend a lot of time with him. And when I'm with him, phone is away and he's my priority. Nice. Very nice. Now, uh, before I let you go, um, I want to ask, where can our audience follow you um, to keep up with everything that you got going on to know when Love the App comes out, when your book releases? um, Where can they go to to keep up? Well, uh, two things. You can either go to uh, com, which is my website and has all the videos and all the news and all the products. Or you can go to my Instagram, Dr. Underscore Elena Eustache Underscore. It has all the video and love the app is linked to it. Mm -hmm. And you will have all the relationship videos that I do, all the celebrities interviews. I also have my YouTube channel. There is over 700 videos on YouTube and more is coming. So pretty much all over. And if you go on lovetheapp.com, it will have a resource page where you can buy a lot of products, my products and seminars and other people's products, everything that has to do with love. So even if you're married and you want to learn more how to love yourself or your partner Mm -hmm. or about love, you can go on the page and find information for yourself. Okay, very nice. And I wanted to touch base on the Eustache Institute, the hyperbaric therapy and the neurofeedback. Um, I've heard a lot of great things about that, actually. And um, do you guys, do you accept insurance? Um, does the VA accept insurance? Are these things uh, that you know? Well, I, for uh, you, I know. Some, but in, some insurance do accept uh 
neurofeedback, but not okay. too many yet. But it's becoming more popular for the mm -hmm. hyperbaric chamber. No, not for the moment. Okay. Uh, I do have cases when if there's somebody is injured in a car accident and they're on a lean, mm -hmm. they can come and, you know, then the other side pays for it. But the neurofeedback is amazing because I was in a car accident. I had a concussion and blurry vision migraines and I was scared to drive on a highway. And I learned about neurofeedback. And I got perfect in a few weeks. And that's how I Very got passionate nice. about it. And the oxygen is amazing because I got run over by car, my right foot. Oh. And I was in crutches. And the doctor said, if I don't have surgery, I'll never walk again. And I jump in an oxygen chamber. And after three months, I walked perfect. And I never had a surgery. And I had 36 fractures. Amen. So I, amen. I love oxygen. <laughs> And not only does it help you with injuries, inflammation, right. infection, concussions, but as well, if you go in for one hour, you look 10, 15 years younger. So it's nice. Very nice. Very, very nice. Now, I want to thank you so much for taking your time to, to be a new guest here on a new podcast. And this has been a new podcast.